Everybody, Chip's here. I'm here. Eric's here. This is day 211. And 211. You're, you're all here with us. We are one day from boiling point. Yeah. Can't wait. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. who knows? <laughs> hey, guys. So we are wow. reading the book of Isaiah. What a great book. Good what stuff. a great book. A lot of stuff. Relevant. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the word of God is alive and powerful or something. Yeah. You know? Doesn't it kind of feel like that? It does. And yeah. it is. Interesting. So good. Well, we are very, very proud of each one of you as you're making your way, trudging through a dark time in Israel's history as we're reading together. And it's so cool that we're reading all this hope through the prophet, you know, who's talking about Jesus to come. Um, But this is a dark time in the kingdom of uh, Israel and Judah. So, Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to read here today a little bit more hope from Isaiah 54. The future glory for Jerusalem. Sing, O childless woman, you have you who have never given birth. Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense. For you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Fear not, you will no longer live in shame. Don't be afraid, there is no more disgrace for you. You'll no longer remember the shame of your youth and the sorrows of widowhood. For your creator will be your husband, the Lord of heaven's armies is his name. He's your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of all the earth. For the Lord has called you back from your grief, as though you were a young wife abandoned by her husband, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great compassion I will take you back. In a burst of anger, I turn my face away for a little while, but with everlasting love, I'll have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Just as I swore in the time of Noah that I would never again let a flood cover the earth, so now I swear that I will never again be angry and punish you. For the mountains may move and the hills disappear, but even then my faithful love for you will remain. My covenant of blessing will never be broken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. O storm-battered city, troubled and desolate, I will rebuild you with precious jewels and make your foundations from lapis lazuli. I'll make your towers of sparkling rubies, your gates of shining gems, your walls of precious stones. I'll teach all your children and they'll enjoy great peace. You will be secure under a government that is just and fair. Your enemies will stay far away. You'll live in peace and terror will not come near. If any nation comes to fight you, it is not because I sent them. Whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapons of destruction. And I have created the armies that destroy. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Isaiah chapter 55, invitation to the Lord's salvation. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink, even if you have no money. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you'll eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen, and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. You will also command nations you do not know, and people unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he's near. 
Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out, and it always returns fruit, produces fruit. I will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I, that I send it. You will live in joy and peace, and the mountains and hills will burst into song. And the trees of the fields, they'll clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. I like that your turtle got a shout-out in there. Yeah. Little Myrtle. Myrtle. Little Myrtle the turtle. Myrtle turtle. Isaiah chapter 56. Yep. Blessings for all nations. This is what the Lord says. Be just and fair to all. Do what is right and good. For I am coming soon to rescue you and to display my righteousness among you. Blessed are those who are careful to do this. Blessed are those who honor my Sabbath days of rest and keep themselves from doing wrong. Don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, The Lord will never let me be part of his people. And don't let the eunuchs say, I'm a dried up tree with no children and no future. For this is what the Lord says. I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me. I'll give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name far greater than the sons and daughters could give. For the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. I will also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord, who serve him and love his name, who worship him and do not desecrate the Sabbath day of rest, and who hold fast to my covenant. I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem and will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. For the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel will say, I will bring others too besides my people Israel. Sinful leaders condemned. Come, wild animals of the field. Come, wild animals of the forest. Come and devour my people. Oh boy. Yeah. For the leaders of my people, the Lord's watchmen, his shepherds, are blind and ignorant. Mm. They are like silent watchdogs. They give no warning when danger comes. They love to lie around sleeping and dreaming like greedy dogs. They are never satisfied. They are ignorant shepherds, all following their own path and intent on personal gain. Come, they say, let's get some wine and have a party. Let's all get drunk. Then tomorrow we'll do it again and have an even bigger party. Isaiah 57, good people pass away, the godly often die before their time, but no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come, for those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. Idolatrous <coughs> worship condemned, but you come here, you witches' children, Ooh. you offspring of adulterers and prostitutes, Ooh. whom do you mock, making faces and sticking out your tongues? You're children of sinners and liars. Ooh. You worship your idols with great passion beneath the oaks and under every green tree. You sacrifice your children down in the valleys and among the jagged rocks and the cliffs. Your gods are the smooth stones in the valleys. You worship them with liquid offerings and grain offerings. They, not I, are your inheritance. Do you think all this makes me happy? You have committed adultery on every high mountain. There you have worshipped idols and have been unfaithful to me. You put pagan symbols on your doorposts and behind your doors. You have left me and climbed into bed with these detestable gods. 
You've committed yourselves to them. You love to look at their naked bodies. You've gone to Molech with olive oil and many perfumes, sending your agents far and wide, even to the world of the dead. You grew weary in your search, but you never gave up. Desire gave you renewed strength, and you did not grow weary. Are you afraid of these idols? Do they terrify you? Is that why you have lied to me and forgotten me and my words? Is it because of my long silence that you no longer fear me? Now I will expose your so-called good deeds, and none of them will help you. Let's see if your idols can save you when you cry to them for help. Why, a puff of wind can knock them down. If you just breathe on them, they fall over. But whoever trusts in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. God forgives the repentant. God says, rebuild the road. Clear away the rocks and stones so my people can return from captivity. The high and lofty one who lives in eternity, the holy one, says this. I live in the high and holy place with those whose spirits are contrite and humble. I restore the crushed spirit of the humble and revive the courage of those with repentant hearts. For I will not fight against you forever. I will not always be angry. If I were, all the people would pass away, all the souls I have made. I was angry, so I punished these greedy people. I withdrew from them, but they kept going their own stubborn way. I've seen what they do, but I'll heal them anyway. I'll lead them. I'll comfort those who mourn, bringing words of praise to their lips. May they have abundant peace, both near and far, says the Lord, who heals them. But those who still reject me, they're like the restless sea, which is never still, but continually churns up mud and dirt. There's no peace for the wicked, says my God. True and false worship, Isaiah chapter 58. Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins, yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We've been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it. I will tell you why. I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide your relative do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call the Lord will answer. Yes, I'm here, he will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness, and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interest on that day. But enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day. And don't allow your own desires or talk idly. Then the Lord will be your delight. 
I will give you great honor and satisfy you with inheritance I promised to your ancestor Jacob. I, the Lord, have spoken. Awesome. Okay, that's our reading today. Eric, everybody's hoping that you please expound on the eunuch. Okay, no problem at all. <laughs> yeah, that's another day maybe. Could be the worst Jesus today, you don't know. It could be, could absolutely. Be. Could be. Also, answering two questions... As Chip mm-hmm. and Eric read through the Bible, the two questions we're answering this year for this season. Oh, season, foreshadowing! Season one yes. is, so what and where is Jesus? I tackle the so what and Eric looks for Jesus. I do. So the so what for me comes um, in Psalm 55. I circled pretty big. Uh, the idea of seeking the Lord while you can find him, calling him now while he's near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God, for he will forgive generously. So um, there will be a time when we can't do that. So true. It's yeah. going to be over. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying and what, how this speaks to us today, I think, what he's saying to them and how this speaks to us today, the so what for today is turn to him now while you can find him. Like, he's right here. Yeah. He's all over. Yep. He's there. Mm-hmm. Look outside. Look in the Word. Look at yourself. You know, and and you'll you'll find him. Eric's going to reveal him <laughs> in a little bit too. Sure will. He's in there. See, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not that you know we you know he's not there. It's like we're not looking for him. We don't see him because we have our eyes on ourselves or somebody else or other things. And so there's a time we're not going to be able to seek him any longer. And so we need to do it now where we can find him. And what I love about this. Is that he gives a he gives the wicked a chance? Is that cool? Yeah, you know, and undeserved. I mean, for everyone. Yeah, but yeah, he gives the wicked a chance, and even says to the wicked, like you guys, turn, change your ways, mm-hmm. banish the thought of doing wrong, and I, that's encouraging for me, and it should be encouraging for all of our listeners that God gives us a chance, but that chance is going to come to an end, and so you'll never lose your salvation if you've once accepted Jesus, but you can miss out on great stuff if you don't turn from your sins and get right with God and change your mind about what you're doing and decide to sign up for Team Jesus and follow the words of God, the will of God, and the way of God. And and it's so encouraging that, yeah, I know, you know, when I started to turn my life around, I was like, oh man, I have a lot that I have to deal with in my past. And it's passages like this that say, God can cover that. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's what Jesus and the Messiah is all about to cover our sins because I just couldn't do it. It's overwhelming for me. Yeah. So it's a very encouraging is that seek him now while you can, turn to him now while you can, confess your sins, get right with God. Now is the time to do that. Don't wait for tomorrow, don't put it off. Do it today, and he will forgive you and he's right there for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, so where's Jesus? Where's Jesus, Chip? You're going to do it, aren't you? I am. You're going to do the unit. I am. You're going to do it. I am. Oh, wow. So Let's hear it. Let me, let me first say this, that um, becoming a eunuch, big decision. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a big decision. And <laughs> unfortunately, one that we see young people basically doing today, right? In That's tragic true. ways. That's true. Uh, but anyway... That's not where I'm going, but I just want to say, man, if it was a big decision for these people. But oftentimes, 
You yeah. Know? It was a religious decision. Yep. And so you want to talk about my past. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot to deal with in my past. Yeah. Now God opens that door and says, yeah. even though you've disfigured this body that you were given, mm. you can have healing and something better than, mm. you know, because this is a story of eunuchs. Yeah struggling with i've made this thing that i can't come back from right right and which is why it breaks our heart when we see that in young people today right so don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the lord say the lord will never let me be part of his people and don't let eunuchs say i'm a dried up tree with no children no future this is what the lord says i'll bless the eunuchs right acts chapter eight oh going to acts okay as for philip the apostle an angel of the lord said to him go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kandake, the Kandake, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Very good. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The man replied, how can I unless someone instructs me? A.K.A. this eunuch is going, where's Jesus? That's what he's doing. Where's Jesus? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he'd been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. As a lamb is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants for his life was taken from the earth? The eunuch asked Philip, tell me, was this the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Yes. They rode along, came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? That's right. He ordered the carriage to stop. They went down into the water. Philip baptized him. And when he came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Yeah. Awesome. I'm a dried up tree with no children and no future. This guy yeah. went home yeah. with the gospel. Amen. And we know. Yeah. We know the gospel took root in the Roman Empire. We also know from history that the gospel took root Mm. in Africa. Mm. And I'll give him something better than children to be the basically the missionary to Africa. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Wow. So where's Jesus? Jesus opened the door. Philip the apostle said, This is where Jesus is in the text. The same thing that you and I are doing. Yeah. So he told him, so what? And where's Jesus? Yeah, he did. And he changed he the stinking world. Yeah. Despite his past, yeah. despite his previous religion, despite the unchangeable decisions that he made regarding his body, yeah. he could go back on all of that right. and go his way rejoicing because he found Jesus mm-hmm. and a so what in the text. Wow. Changed his life. Life-changing. Look Incredible. At Look at that. I did it, Chip. I went to the unit. You did it. You I sure did. did. That hey, was guys. Very good. We are excited that you were here with us today Yeah, and hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Share this around with people. Uh, and Chip, we're talking about season two. We're talking about season two, but we also have our coffee mugs. Oh, yes. And so please yes. get a coffee mug. So if you want to sit around and talk about season two, grab a cup of coffee. Yeah. How much are those coffee mugs? I don't know, man. We don't know yet? I, okay. I, no, I don't know. I'm oh, sure someone know. knows. Somebody knows. Yeah, yeah, ask Allison to ask Hannah. Yeah. And if you ask me, I'll just give all for free. And I get in trouble for <laughs> so that. So maybe ask Chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> if you want one for free, ask me. 
Oh, if you man. don't, ask somebody else. So good. Well, what thanks, guys, for joining us today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're stuff. so proud of you. And we Brought will catch in the you. eunuch. Wow. Yes. Impressive. Yes. We we'll, cover everything here. That's right. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.